was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. What is up? It is Wednesday night. It is uh, where I am, 9 p.m., which I'm just going to cut that out of the intro because we are global, baby, and uh, we represent three sections of the world on our show alone, and I know we have a bunch of other listeners uh, around the world, so I'm just going to cut out the time. You don't need to know what time it is here because time and space does not exist in DDP Radio. We, uh, we are above that. We are beyond that. <laughs> But uh, we have a really fun show for you tonight, and i got to tell you right now, I'm interacting with uh, our co-host, Crystal Stewart, who is trying to get on the line here, and there seems to be some glitchiness going on with the program, and she can't seem to get on, so uh, we're hoping to be joined by her in a few minutes and perhaps maybe have to call her or whatnot, but uh, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it right away. Um, it's, it's really happy to be back here tonight. And as you guys know, Caden has been off for the past uh, a few weeks um, while he was dealing with some stuff over in the U.K., and we are bringing him back tonight. He is back, and uh, there's been a huge void in the show, especially when it comes to me having to bounce my ridiculousness off of, but I have never been more excited to... Oh, I missed that song. I am <laughs> of course, so happy uh, welcome back to the show. Aiden, how are Thanks, you, man? Mike. I'm doing all right. I'm oh. doing all right. Yeah, not now, bad. It's good to be back on the show. Good to hear your voice, as always. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I was going to say, the sudden silence said it all. <laughs> uh, well, we got, we got so much to talk about tonight, and... We're going to get into it, and I think it's a really cool show that we're getting into tonight because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. First of all, you've got to hit on the level two uh, workout, which we're going to get to in just a second. We're going to kick things off with that. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, hardships and overcoming uh, some stuff in life that I know for a fact. I I did it on the little video intro we had here. But, you know, there was the whole cliche, like, the past year has been terrible. But, you know, we say that every year, basically, when the new year turns over. This year is going to be a better year. But I really noticed this year that there was a heaviness in a lot of people. Uh, I know it's life. There was a lot of people going through some hard times. And in the DDP mm-hmm. yoga community, I've noticed a lot of long-term people uh, just struggle. And some people don't know how to deal with that. And like I said in the intro video, there's no roadmap on how to overcome this stuff. And in these situations, you just get to rely on people you care about and rely on 
your peers in these situations, and we're going to talk about that, and you're going to talk about a personal issue that we've uh, been dealing with for the past couple months, and in turn, I think that a lot of people will get a lot out of uh, this show tonight, because I don't care who you are, uh, life has a tendency to bring you to your knees, and you least expect it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can really bite you in the ass when you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and dealing with that yeah. is, is is a challenge, but that's why we're here and that's why we do the show yeah. is because the DDP of the community um, is, is one that, you know, my thing with the show is we don't tell you how to do anything. We don't tell you this is what you got to do, this is what you got to do, but we do share what's worked for us and how we've mm-hmm. overcome things and how we're overcoming things in the process. And I yeah. think tonight's going to be an important show. Yeah, I I would agree. I mean, when we get into it, you can it will become very apparent that actually, as it goes, I'm still I'm still going through it, and we're finding my own way with something. So I'll I'll get more into that in a sec. But uh, kind of uh, a little bit more hot, hot off the press and keeping people informed on what's going on. Um, I've been meaning to update everyone on the fact that you'll have noticed with the certification um, posts that I've put out. I've been adding a little hashtag at the end, which is hashtag level two is coming. And for those who uh, aren't aware, obviously we've got DDP yoga level one certification and we've been talking about level two for a long time and it's been uh, put into practice as a, as an idea of something we're going to launch. And now I can not announce a launch date because we don't officially have one, but I can tell you that it's uh, it's very much in the process of being written, worked on, finalized, proofread, checked, gone through. There's uh, me, Liz, and Yoga Doc are working our socks off to uh, to get this ready to launch some point in the next, hopefully, sort of three to four weeks is our target. But, it, you know, sometime around late January, February time is what we're aiming for. So that's pretty good news. For those level one instructors out there, there's going to be level two. And for those who haven't even thought about signing up yet you can think about signing up for level one and then jump yourself straight onto uh, level two once you've done that and start working towards that eventually so we've got more options and then the next job will be level three and level four and how far will it go it's a long way <laughs> and it, it's, it's it's ever evolving too which is oh yeah tends to be the key to this program is like where we started from to where we are today and just the evolution of bdp yoga mm-hmm. like you know, Alice has always said you never know where it's going to go. You, you can you, know, you can take it anywhere and all this stuff. And he's really he's really lived that because from its humble beginnings to where we are now, I don't yeah. think any of us even expected it. I know I would be stupid to bet against Alice Page because that will never <laughs> turn out well. But I don't think he even never knew where it was going to go. No, no, and and definitely never bet against that man. Never ever. Everything he touches <laughs> is, is awesome. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And um, well, we we got the we got the DDP Yoga Retreat uh, coming up too. Definitely check out com for more information mm-hmm. on that. And don't forget also that the DDP DVD is coming out this March uh, in the U.S. I don't know about your release date over there, but I was chatting with Dallas a, a while back about it. He is super excited, and they went and it was a Jersey, and they interviewed his family and Sally and. His mother mm-hmm. and just like the shore where he used to live, and I guess they've done a really cool job with it. And I know for a fact how how uh, how um, honored he is and humbled by this. 
And uh, Jaden, you've been a wrestling fan long enough that they don't do uh, oh, yeah. a DVD of just anybody. You got to be one of the top dogs. Oh no! Between his career and his uh, post wrestling contributions to the world, I think he's uh, more than honored. Production it's, done. It's, yeah, it's it's like you know his legacy is not just what he did in the ring. Now it's 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 all of us, and it's all of the guys in in the wrestling world as well that. Are, doing DDP yoga to help them with their career. And we're not just talking about the likes of Chris Jericho and Mick Foley and people like that. You saw the pictures that they had Vader at the PC a couple of weeks ago. And he tweeted at the end of the week that he'd lost 10 pounds already just being there. You know, that people are, he's changing lives. This program is changing lives. And, and that's why he deserves not just the WWE recognition and the DVD, but he deserves everything that comes his way. You know, it's just incredible. And he's definitely probably the hardest working man I've ever come across. (laughs) Oh, by by far. I I always tell people that when I spend a weekend with him, I need about a week to recover because that man's got a motor on him that you don't even even imagine. (laughs) Um, But we talked about that, and and we're just going to hit this for a second. I actually, I I did a comedy show, and uh, there's there's a comedian uh, that's kind of viral right now here in the U.S., uh, he goes by the name of the, the liberal redneck. His name is Trey Crowder, and he actually just got signed right. to a developmental uh, deal, a sitcom deal over at Fox. And I, uh, I had gone out with them and, and the, uh, the the comedy troupe that he's with, and he was actually talking about how big of a fan he is of Dallas mm-hmm. Cage. And, you know, I, he saw my Duke Yoga shirt and immediately commented. But he actually was talking about how he was so inspired about um, Cage's next level um, of his career and how – he didn't get trapped into that wrestling box. And when he was done, he didn't just, you know, just fade away. He kind of figured out the next step. And he was talking about how inspiring it is and how he was kind of a role model for him in trying to do the next step. And it's true. So many people, you know, there's, there's very little few people that become one of the best in the world at anything. But then to do that and then go on and become super successful in a completely other environment is very 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 rare yeah and it, it's rare to to think like again just to reiterate the point that you made he's stepped away from the wrestling world he's not one of the guys you see rock up on tv all the time still trying to sort of push their old career and get their own name over it again and again and again he's made a name for himself doing something completely different and, but it's still attached. It's still helping the wrestling world, but it's helping everyone else. It's like, um, you know, you probably, if you listen to Jericho's podcast, he mentions people that are doing the workout, and there's names like Rich Ward and Corey Taylor at the start of it. And they're not wrestling related, they're music related. So who else out there is doing this? And this is because of Dallas. This is because of his his persona and the way he sells this, the way he gets it across. And then you've got the transformations. People suddenly get interested because they talk to Dallas. They find out what he's all about. They look it up. They see the Arthur video. They see Stacy's video. They see Jared's video. And, yeah, it's, it's a game changer yeah. all across. You talk about the pictures, the before and after. It's like a lot of times when you look at those infomercials, you see these like professionally shot photo shoots, and you can tell that there's some airbrushing here and there. Like he presents regular people. We're not fitness <laughs> models. Trust me. I know it's hard to believe, but I am not a fitness model. Are you sure? <laughs> but they're real people. <laughs> believe it or not, it's true. 
but they're real people and real results. And that's, I think, why he's inspired so many people. Because I see yeah. a guy on TV who looks like, I don't know, David Beckham or, or whatever the, the good-looking guy of the moment is. I'm like, yep. even if I lost all the weight, I'm not looking like that. But I see somebody who, who got healthy and lost weight and, and looks like a real, actual human being. And I'm like, I could probably do that too. And that's that's his market is he has the elite athletes and then he has the regular guys. He's got Chris yeah. Jericho, who's a multi-time world champion, just amazing shape. And then he's got someone like Arthur, who started out like in a wheelchair. And it's such yeah. a broad dynamic of people. Yeah. And when you when you start flicking through uh, the DDP Yoga Facebook pages and Team DDP Yoga and you're watching – the transformations happen. It's quite eye-opening to see someone who might have been just, for want of a better phrase, a regular guy um, or a regular girl who overweight was just living their life normally. And then you see this picture of them where they have transformed. They look like they belong in a magazine, but there is no airbrushing. They're not, they probably don't have a full six pack. It's the fact that they're actually just in shape and in control of their life. They're standing taller. They're more confident. And it's all because of this. Mm -hmm. It's affected everything. That's why it's so good. I'm going to try to bring Crystal on this line real quick because she can't seem to get on and I'm going to see if I can call. I've never used the call feature. So I'm going to see because I want to bring her on this. Uh, we're, we're doing uh, a first here on DDP Yoga Radio. I know. You know, if, if all the power goes out in the U.S., you guys know why. I've probably done something wrong. Michael uh, D. Mullins messed up. Call has been forwarded to a voicemail service that has not been initialized by the customer you are calling. The Rogers customer you are calling is not available at this time. All right. I don't know if you guys heard that, but basically <laughs> I went to voicemail. Uh, so apparently that doesn't work. Um, but we're going to get into the meat, uh, meat of the matter, and uh, we, uh, we're going to talk to Crystal, and hopefully she'll get in on it a little bit. But one thing I mm-hmm. want to point out before we go, we're putting over Dallas and stuff. He's the boss, man. we gotta, we got to make him look good. Cause we, but the thing is, it's, it's hard to make him look bad because he really is just a good dude. But he always puts over the I started wrestling at 35 years old and how unheard of that is, which is crazy that he made it at 35. But to think, yep. then he completely started over in his 50s and became successful. I think that's just as big of a deal as starting being a pro wrestler at 35. Yeah, completely. Yeah, it, it, I, well, I'm, what am I now? 37. I can't even imagine sort of doing it at that level. You know, if I, I'm two years older than what he was when he went, stepped into the ring for the first time. I can't imagine being 35 to 37 and going in and doing that, let alone thinking 10 years down the line, I'm going to have a complete career change and, you know, just start my own business, my own fitness company, and let's just see what happens. It takes a lot of balls to be able to just say, yeah, let's go for it and let's do it. Okay. It really sure. does. And it's, it's, not a, it's not an easy road, and, and some people forget that. They hear the inspiring stories. and The thing is, change doesn't occur. Like, we always hear change occurs. It doesn't occur naturally. Change is a conscious effort to make change. And when you're actually, you know, when you you undergo these transformations and and you know just as well as anybody, when you're first starting DDPO or changing your life in general, you have that fire in your belly, you're excited, and you're just ready to go. You can't get on the mat soon enough. Eventually you're going to get a point where the the butterflies, uh, you know, leave the belly and it becomes just habit. 
and you still mm-hmm. love it. You get the benefits out of it. But like anything, you know, when you're when you're first dating somebody, all the butterflies, and eventually it's just it's life now. And you still love that person. You love what you do, but the whoa 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 whoa, whoa. It, it hold, gets on. Hard. hold on, are you telling me that you don't get butterflies with Katie anymore? Uh, Come of on, course mate. I can't do. say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a you can't do that no, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The fairy tale stage, you know all that stuff, yeah. and eventually yeah, yeah. you you become because that's what that is what separates people. The butterflies can happen, but as soon as the newness wears off and you're still madly in love with the person you're with, even in their worst moments, because I don't care who you are, the first month or so, you're gonna see the best of me. I'm gonna see the best of you. And it's beyond that once we get comfortable. And it's the effort that's put in after it's not just best foot yeah, forward. Yeah. And that's, you know, how we do, you know, the workouts too. It, it, and everyone can get excited for a month. But if you can keep going and keep the momentum rolling, that's long-term success. But yeah. people see these before and after pictures and think that it's happily ever after. And Arthur's after picture looks fantastic. But after that's taken, there's a lifetime left to go. And as we're going to talk about, and I'm going to hand the floor to you in just a second, sometimes life mm. sucks, and sometimes things get in the way, and it's a kick in the yeah. pants, and a lot of people don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Um, the the first thing before I even get into anything on my part is you always have to remember that you're never done. I can't remember who said that on the show the last time I was on. We had someone who said that then they might have reached their goal at that point, but actually... That was that goal for that moment in time. Now they're looking towards the next goal because you're never done. You never you, you you might take a picture that you're happy with and feel good in your close size, but there's always more improvement you can do. Whether it be a new move on the mat, whether it just be you want to eat a little bit healthier, there's always something to aim for. So therefore, you're never done. And as long as you keep that philosophy that you're never done, then it just kind of makes everything else a little bit easier. Um, which is a nice transition into what we're going to get into. Um, I'm going to give a friendly warning now to everyone that's listening. I'm not going to be in detail about what's happened, but I am going to have to tell you a few things so you've got an idea. Um, it might be uncomfortable listening out there for some people, um, but I just need to sort of let you know how it's affected me and what we've been through here in terms of uh, trying to claw my own life back through the last six weeks. So um, I'll start by saying that we, obviously a lot of people knew the last time I was on the show and leading up to probably end of November, beginning of December time, that obviously Laura and I were expecting our first baby. Um, And we were told sadly at the beginning of December that she wasn't very well. Um, And we were kind of left in a bit of a limbo state through December, not knowing quite what was going to happen. And unfortunately, we did lose our daughter on the 29th of December, and it's been a very rocky, uh, challenging time. Um, we've had moments where we've had to say goodbye to some very close friends. We've had moments where we've had to just deal with things that we never thought we'd deal with. You know, we never ever thought that we would uh, have to go through this, let alone organize the funeral and things like that. So it's been, it's been a very, very tough time. Um, but the sole purpose of 
what I wanted to get through to everyone on this show in particular was we all face some kind of unexpected challenge at some point. I don't care whether it's going through what I've been through, losing another family member, friends, you lose your job, whatever. There's, there's so many things that life can throw up out of nowhere that you're never going to expect. And it, it will have a knock-on effect on everything else in your life. And what it obviously affected for me was my workouts, my eating, and my general lifestyle for the last six weeks. Um, so I'm going to take you back. I'm going to talk you through how it's affected the workouts, how I've got back onto the mat, how I'm feeling, and how my diet's gone. Because I want to be open with everybody. And I think there's no point in bullshitting anyone in this world especially not when it comes to like your DDP yoga family, because you get found out, you know, you suddenly, someone will see a picture of you eating something crap or something that you shouldn't be. And we'll call you out on it. So there's no point in lying to people. Um, so obviously uh, we go back to the beginning of December when we found out that the baby was ill, she wasn't well. And uh, that was the day that I was due to fly to the States. That was the Wednesday that you were, you, Mike, basically posted and expected me to be in the States to take the call. And obviously, I was still in the UK because um, I just turned around and came home. And um, I think, if I am honest, that will be the 7th of December. And from the 7th of December until the 2nd of January, I think I worked out twice. So everything went completely out of the window. There were no workouts. We tried to just live a life. Um, based around seeing what was happening with the baby. Um, we tried to get some kind of normality around Christmas time. Um, but we also knew that we still had to live and eat. Um, I know a lot of people in this situation tend to go into starvation mode, um, whereas I kind of went the other way and Laura went the other way, which was more the, the fact that we actually just needed to survive and eat whatever was put in front of us. It didn't matter what it was. It didn't matter if it was um, sugar-laced, if it was chocolate, if it was um, a meal that we probably wouldn't have eaten because it, there was a high dairy content. It just We just needed to eat because at that point we just needed energy to get through every day. So um, we got to the lead-up to New Year, which is when we lost her and um, I had uh, gone through everything with Laura as a partner. We'd sat and talked about everything. We knew exactly what was happening. I knew as a as a dad what was happening with the baby. I knew everything that we were to expect. Um, and we went through the labor process, and it got into the middle of the first week of January. So 2017 started, and... I suddenly realized that the pair of jeans that I'd been wearing all week were my big pair of jeans. My, my, I say big, they're the comfiest in terms of, they're just like the same size of every other pair that I own, but they just feel a bit bigger, which is the usual thing for shops. And um, they were feeling tight. They weren't feeling as comfortable as normal. And I had a moment where I bent down to pick something up and my back twinged. And my hamstrings were feeling tight because I was doing so much driving because we were driving from our house to the hospital every day. And it was just 
things were starting to knot up. So I reached out to um, one or two of my close DVP yoga friends, um, which get into in a second. But um, I asked them as a group if they could just help me, just to monitor me, just to call me out, do anything, just see if I've gone on the mat. And obviously, in return, if, if I hadn't, I would give them a valid reason as to why not. Not just, I'm sorry, I've not done it because I can't be bothered, but it would be a real legit reason like we've had too much to sort out today i've just not had time or it's not a good day i'm coming down with something which happened because obviously through all the stress my immune system took a dive um so i've been dosing myself on vitamins left right and center to try and again stay healthy um but the first time i got a workout in was the week weekend of january so the first weekend i think it might have been the fifth or the sixth somewhere around there um that was probably my first proper workout since the beginning of december and um i will not lie on air i will tell you all now that it felt like shit it actually felt like the worst workout i'd ever done um i didn't necessarily take it easy on myself i did dive in with something ridiculous like double black diamond i think um the mentality was I've done this workout thousands of times. I know it inside out, so I'm going to be fine. The reality that went with that mentality was my body was tight, stressed, anxiety was setting in. My heart rate wouldn't drop below 150 throughout the whole thing. Um, I was modifying everything. So every single push-up was modified. Every lunge was on one knee. By the time we got, got to the end of the workout, I actually... For the first time ever in my DDP yoga history, I felt physically sick. Um, I didn't throw up. I haven't done that since I've lifted weights, but it was that kind of, I pushed myself a little bit too hard. But everything came out on the mat. Everything. It, it Nothing was left hidden from what my body has felt going through this awkward and very difficult period. It was just everything was there. So as simple things like folding forward, I couldn't do comfortably. It was, my back was a mess. I couldn't do um, twisting lunge comfortably. It was not going to twist open. The push-ups, to give you an idea, I'm, again, I'm an instructor. I'm director of certification. I teach four classes a week. A push-up for me is something easy, and I shouldn't struggle. This is what I was telling myself. This is the ego check. This is the, the realism that, whatever shit's going on in your life, it's going to affect what you do on a yoga mat. It's going to affect what you do with your DDP yoga workout. And I got down to do the first three count push-up, and my pecs were shaking, my biceps were shaking, and I lowered to my knees thinking, well, I'll just do it on my knees, and I lowered for three, two, one, went to hold for three, two, one, and couldn't hold. So it was as raw as that. I, it was almost like I needed to go right back to the beginning and start again. Um, Instead, what I did was took the same approach the next day with um, a slightly not as challenging workout. It might have been strength builder or something along those lines where I modified everything. Approached it from a modification point of view before because I was now aware that A, my heart rate was sky high constantly. When I put my heart rate monitor on, I have a resting heart rate. 
sitting here now talking to you, if I put my heart rate monitor on, I'm going to be at probably about 60 maximum. Uh, I normally find myself between 48 and 52. That's my resting heart rate. And when I put it on for Double Black Diamond, the first workout, my resting heart rate was 110. And it just went up from there. And that's something I wasn't used to either. So that blew me up. That wore me out. That stress, that's just pure stress coming out in there. It's You can see it on the heart rate monitor. So if anyone ever tells you that stress in your life doesn't affect you, I can tell you now it definitely does. And you can all you need to do is plug a heart rate monitor in and have a look. You can see it right in front of your eyes. So from there, I, I modified the following few workouts. Um, I didn't push myself to the limit of working out every single day. I think I did four, four workouts in about uh, an eight-day period. Um, and it was interesting to watch how quickly everything came back. So as I got back on the mat, it kind of coincided with me getting a bit more control over life. We had the funeral was approaching, so things were building towards um, a climax, so to speak, from that particular area. Um, and we were moving forward into what we have now lived for the last week, which is integrating life as we know it with the grief. So it's starting to, you know, I've, I've ventured back into work recently for a few days. And um, so it was interesting to watch how my body adapted to this and being aware of that the strength was actually still there. It had never gone away, but it was replaced by frustration, anxiety, and my body not wanting to respond because it decided I needed to be somewhere else. So I've always had the theory that inner strength and external strength are interlinked. Um, and I always kind of, because of my past, because of getting bullied, because of how I was at school, I've always thought the stronger I am externally, you know, the bigger the arms, the stronger, the more weights I can lift, more push-ups I can do, the the stronger I am internally. And actually... I think I was probably right, but it worked in reverse. That the stronger I am internally, the stronger I am externally. So through this period, I can actually honestly, hand on heart, tell you that I am strong. We've been very, very strong through this whole thing, but I've been broken and it proved it on the map. And it proved it when I tried to do a workout. It just, my inner strength just wouldn't, interpret itself into me being able to lift my own body weight being able to stand in a lunge it just wasn't going to work so i i took the right option by going through it and slowing it down modifying it and starting again but it was just very eye-opening coming from i've now just entered my fourth year doing ddp yoga and my third year as an instructor and you know you you, you kind of you take a lot for granted and then you see life kicks you in the ass with something as shit as this. And you you have to take a step back. You have to listen to yourself internally and externally. And, you know, if you don't, Yoga Doc was the one who said this to me. You can't hide anything on the yoga mat. Everything will come out. So if you are stressed, it will show itself on the mat. 
and that was really apparent in the first couple of workouts. Um, the food side of things um, has been a real kicker. And again, this is for everyone out there that is struggling, that's found something in their life that's just sent them well off course. Number one, first rule of thumb, and I got this from my own kinesiologist and um, from some very close DDP yoga friends as well. You've got to live through these times. Whatever happens, you can't stop. So you've got to keep going. You've got to keep finding fuel from somewhere. Ideal situation is that you eat all the perfect food, you eat all the right things all of the time. And no one's going to argue with that. But when your head is completely thrown out of the game, something comes at you from way left field, you've got no idea it's coming, it hits you hard, you're going to just fall straight off the wagon. The worst thing you can do for yourself is to then beat yourself up because you've fallen off the wagon. You've got to just get on with it, deal with the problem first, and then pick yourself up. Now, I'm not saying this is a written rule um, that everyone must follow, but this is exactly what I've just done for the last six weeks. Um, I was quite pleased that I got on the scale on Monday, and what I thought would be like a maybe a 15 to 20 pound gain actually was only about a, an eight pound gain. Um, but again, a lot of that will be down to stress and anxiety as well. Not necessarily that I didn't eat as much rubbish food as I thought I did. I actually, I know how much rubbish food, I know how much sugar has gone in my body recently. I know just how much uh, we've eaten out because every day we were just, we had no food in the house. We were just getting up, going to the hospital, doing appointments, seeing our daughter, doing what we needed to do, and eating wherever we could find to eat. So whether it be hospital cafeteria food, or whether it be a Nando's, or whatever we could find, it was just as long as we had food in our system, we knew we could get through the day. So um, when the funeral rolled around, we made a deal that once we got through Thursday, last week and we got through the weekend we made a deal that Monday we would both weigh in Laura and I together and then we would start again from scratch so that's why I posted on DDP yoga Facebook page on my own Facebook page that I'm back on my fitness pal I'm tracking everything again I'm weighing most of my foods out I'm trying to cut back on added sugar that one is slowly but surely working its way back out of my system again. But on the meantime, I've brought vegetables back in, fruit back in. There's no chocolate gone in my diet. There's no um, processed food that's gone in. Everything that I've had in the last sort of three days has been really good quality food. Um, I'm very guilty of being a guy that will jump on the scale after two or three days of, of eating clean just to see if there's been an effect. And I'm quite pleased to say that I'm down three pounds already. Um, everything feels better. I did a, I took my first class yesterday, um, which was awesome. My clients have been incredible. They've just accepted what's gone on. Well, they've kind of had no choice, but they have accepted what's gone on and have uh, just waited. It's January. You know, they could have gone and found a new class. Loads of people have got free classes on offer everywhere and 
they waited for me to come back and came back with loyalty. Uh, it was a good class. I didn't blow myself up. It felt pretty good. Um, and then this morning I got up, I did fat burner, uh, 2.0. Um, all that felt really good as well. So it, it's, it's a slow mountain. It, it's a big mountain to climb, but I'm, I'm on the route back and I know that something along the line will kick me off again. I know it will probably be linked to this in the next couple of weeks. There's probably going to be one or two things that will derail me ever so slightly. But while going through it, not once did I beat myself up for not getting on the mat. Not once did I beat myself up for not eating properly because I would have done more damage to my own internal well-being had I have sat there and said, oh, I, I need to eat right. I need to eat something really healthy. I need to, I'm, I'm not focusing on my food and I'm not focusing on my workouts. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. When actually all I needed to do was put all of my energy into my family and the situation that was going on at that time. Now that we've come through it, I can start focusing on that side of things again. Um, so I just hope through me doing this and living through this and going through hell and coming out the other side that people can see that it, it does help to sometimes take a step back from your own situation. Try and be as clean as you can, but don't beat yourself up over it. If you can't work out, you can't work out. If something's taken your strength, taken everything from you, take a back seat for a little bit, get through it, and then come back with a vengeance and start all over again. That's exactly where I am. So that's I pretty much it today. Um, first yeah. of all, I am super, super proud of you. And I, I know I said in the promo thing that there is no textbook answer to dealing with this stuff. But if I was going to give mm -hmm. as close of a textbook answer, I would show them this tape. Because listen, listen to this real quick, and this is what I'm thinking. You went through the tragedy that most people, you know, it's a nightmare. Sorry. It's a nightmare for most people. Mm. Um, you owe yourself some time. You owe yourself a time to just say, screw it. I don't care right now. Because... If you don't, if yeah. you just dig right back into your work and distract yourself, nothing gets dealt with, no grieving process happens, you owe yourself. Mm -hmm. But also, there's a time to reach out because a lot of times your friends who have the best intentions, they will coddle you and, and give you every excuse to just disappear or do what you need to do. And you were the one mm -hmm. who reached out and said, listen, I need to be held accountable for this. And you knew when to do that and you knew when you needed to reach out and have somebody kind of get your back. And so many people are afraid to reach out to people for help in those situations. And you gave yourself yeah. that time. You gave yourself that accountability. And then you were self-aware enough to know that, okay, I can't keep this going forever or I'm going to be the one to suffer. And that's when you decided to get on the mat. And a lot of times when mm -hmm. guys like you or me who have been around for years and years and years, when we get on the mat after some time off and it kicks our ass and it's humbling, it really is humbling and you don't know how to deal with that. It's hard to take a step back when you've gone to advanced levels and ultimately yeah. you end up beating yourself up and taking some more time off in general. And that yeah. self-awareness and, you know, you need to have that time, but also you need to be honest with yourself because if you don't, that time will go on forever and it'll be detrimental to you your, your your wife and people around you, your family, 
And I'm proud of you for how you dealt with that. You knew when to reach out, you knew when to back off, and you knew yourself enough to know your pattern of behavior and think, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get going again. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's kind of being very self-aware. I mean, the, the other side to this, um, I'm not going to, again, get too much into detail with everything, but with, with what we've been through, is it's a very especially in this country, I don't know what it's like in the States, Mike, but it, to to go through the loss of a child is like, um, it's a very taboo subject if it's a baby. And it's very, people kind of don't talk about it. So we, um, it came out on Facebook because uh, for, for my personal benefit, I've got that many friends across the, the world, thanks to DDP Yoga, that number one, I needed to let people know what was going on as friends. Number two, I couldn't send a thousand text messages, you know, saying the same thing that, that just would have, that would have killed me entirely. So it was easier to just use the medium of Facebook and let everybody know what was happening. But we did that. We've had people reach out to us that have said, I'm so glad you've said something on social media because we've been in the same boat, but we don't know how to tell anybody. Well, one of the easiest ways to deal with things is talk about it, whatever it might be just open your mouth and start talking and it, it might be uncomfortable for some people to hear that but whether it be you're struggling with your weight loss you're struggling with your workouts or you're struggling with work or you're struggling with your marriage right through you open your mouth you find someone to talk about it to and it, it does help and that's what's kind of got us through to where we are now um, and then obviously the, the fact that it went out on Facebook meant that we got an outpouring of love and positivity from every corner of this world. And I mean, I, I can't even, I, there isn't enough time in the 18 minutes of the show left for me to mention everybody who's messaged me and say thank you to every single person. Um, and that would be very wrong of me to try and do that. But there are a few out there in particular who know who they are, who either received inbox messages from me saying, give me a workout because I need to do something, name something and I'll do it. Or those people who uh, sent cards and sent gifts through the post. It, it, it all adds up. It all makes this just that little bit easier to deal with. And it makes you have just a few minutes of clarity within it all where you can sit and say, yeah, I think I need to eat right today. You know, people are rooting for us on this. I think I need to actually go and have an omelette instead of a pizza. So, it, it yeah, it, there's some... Go on. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say there's, a, there's like an element of when people are there and rooting for you and trying to sort of send you positive vibes and it, it just helps you pick yourself back up a little bit to know that other people are out there. Either they've been in the same boat as you or they're offering their support one way, shape or form. And it's just, it's very good to know. It's very helpful in this sort of situation. It, it really, and I love that you put that out there, that, that some things that people are, are so afraid to talk about. And especially mm -hmm. with stuff like that, you just need to surround yourself with people and, you know, what is therapy? It's psychology. It's, it's, it's expressing the things that are wrong. We live in a culture, especially now in the Facebook world, where we have to put a, a, a positive shield over everything we do. Someone asks how you're doing, 
and you're instantly so great. If your, li- if your life is falling apart, no one would actually know how to respond if you actually told them how you're doing in that situation. And especially in this mm-hmm. Facebook environment where we all need to put this shiny coating on our life <laughs> via Facebook, when things are bad or we're struggling, yeah. we have to make it seem like everything is great. And it's so inauthentic because, you know, you're dealing with something far greater than I'm dealing with right now, but I'm dealing with stuff. And every single person on mm-hmm. our Facebook, every person on DDPO has something they're dealing with, and no one's talking about it because there's this expectation to be everything's great all the time. And the fact that you reached out, and like you said, it, it, it made other families going through the same thing say, you know what, I was there too. I dealt with that, mm-hmm. and I could talk about it. There's no reason we can't talk about things. We're so inauthentic, no. and we're so afraid to talk about anything that's not super positive or super awesome, but that's the thing that's going to carry us through it is actually expressing these thoughts and talking about the negative things and getting through it because you said when you reached out, there were so many people saying, oh, my God, I'm so glad you said something because they're dealing with the group too, and no one can talk about it because everything yep. has to be awesome yep. all the time. Yeah. People think that social media is uh, it's a place to either put vague statuses or it's a place to moan and whine about things and other people, or it's like you say, it's a place to put, you know, positivity or your life is actually better than it really is online. It, it, it doesn't have to be that way. It's a form of communication. It's a great way of communicating and it can help a lot of people. And for us, I mean, I, I know I put that people should, uh, only message me and stay away from messaging Laura for obvious reasons at that point in time. Um, but we had, uh, in my personal inbox, and some people did message Laura, we had, I think, over the course of the first week, I've, I've answered and read and tried to answer somewhere in the region maybe three, 400 messages from people, actual inbox messages. That's not the comments on threads. That's actual inbox messages of people just wishing as well. And I, it, it's blown my mind that there are people out there that A, care about us that much, and B, that there are people out there that have been through this and never told anybody. It's like, wow, how, how can you do that? And that goes for any shit situation in life. How can you go through something that really sucks? It's like the, one of the worst things on the planet my situation there are other ones out there that you could go through um in your own personal life it might be that you know your jobs just disappeared from underneath you how can you not tell someone about this get it off your chest and talk because by talking and by finding someone to lean on sooner or later you're going to be able to they're going to you're leaning on them but they're going to help push you back upright sorry that was a visual metaphor as i did that then i was actually my hands were doing the leaning on each other and pushing each other back up. So you didn't see that because this is radio, it's not TV. Um, but that that's pretty much the idea that you find people you can lean on, you can trust, you can talk to. Um, and then slowly but surely, they'll, they'll help you write yourself again so you can, you can look after yourself, you can push yourself forwards. And, you know, I'm not saying that we're, we're right. I'm not saying we're back to normal. We're, we're a long way off of it from a very long way off because we've got a lot to do and there's a lot of integration with normal life to happen now, um, mm-hmm. which at the moment, um, 
between me, you and all the listeners on the radio, there are certain other things in the offing. So we're just we're just playing it cool and I'm waiting for a few things and a few answers from various places. Um, but, you know, we've kind of got a few weeks off of work and I'm just integrating a little bit of work in. We're both self-employed. We don't have to answer to anybody so we can we can take time off, take time for ourselves. Um, I'm doing the classes that I feel I can cope with. So I've done one last week. I'm going to try and do two this next week. Uh, probably do two the week after and then the week after that I might be back up to my normal schedule and it's just about pacing yourself and knowing what you can do in your own personal life as well as work and for once in your life you don't have to try and please anybody else you know when you're going through a shit situation whatever it is your first port of call is yourself and you don't have to do anything that doesn't make you happy at that point in time that's been a real big eye opener for me because I'm very, I can be very unselfish. I can be very much the kind of guy that, you know, does things to please everyone else around me. And then you get in this position and actually we, we got told by a, uh, by a counselor that if, if we want to tell people to F off, we can do. <laughs> that was like the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, we've got a reason to tell people that now. Awesome, I can do that. Okay, we're <laughs> supposed to do that anyways. I just, I just assumed that was okay all the time. That's probably why I don't have any friends anymore. <laughs> uh, but you, know, you, you said something that, that I loved, and you talked about, you know, first of all, you, you're, you're talking about getting back to normal and getting back to, mm. there is no normal, first of all. Let's just put that out there. There's no normal, and no. you're never going to get back to the way you were. And let's just put it that way. But you have a different normal now. You have a different routine, and you taking the hardships you've been through and, and, and mm. you know, there's so much you learn about yourself and, and I'm not saying that, that, that there's good because I don't, you know, that's a, it's a terrible situation, but you and Laura will prove to each other how strong you are and she'll see how mm. strong of a man you can be and you can see, and she'll, you will see how strong she can get under pressure and under certain situations. And now you'll take that tragedy yeah. and it'll propel you forward and you'll realize your strengths and you will, it'll ultimately teach you lessons in the future and you'll probably be more fearless in the future because that's, you know, losing a child is the worst thing you can go through. And if you can make it through that, then you're going to be a stronger person in general. Yeah. And I mean, again, not wanting to um, sort of tug at any heartstrings with anyone, but we we do have a a new new mantra for every day. Um, which I don't mind telling anyone because I'm proud as punch about everything. I'm I'm proud of my daughter. I'm proud of my wife. I'm proud of everything. And um, the mantra right now is that uh, we get up in the morning and I get on the mat in the morning because every day is a ray day and every day is for her. So we're not going to sit in bed and feel sorry for ourselves over this. We're going to go out and grab it because that's kind of the legacy that she's left with us. Um and I mean, the the first thing we both said was there, there's um, it's been hinted at on radio several times, and I'm not not going to drop any pipe bombs here, but you know, there's there's talk of the fact that we might be trying to move to a different country, um, and we kind of sat there and said once we knew what was happening, just how poorly she really was, it was a case of, well, what do we do? Do we stay in England or do we uh, 
do we keep chasing it? So we we decided we were going to keep chasing the dream, and uh, and fill in the visa forms and get everything sent off and waiting for all the answers now. So yeah, the positivity side is that yeah, she's she's kind of pushed us forward in the right way. Um, it's just it's a shame that sometimes these things have to happen in order for you to see other things in your life a little bit clearer. Um, and they give you a different value on material objects and money and how much time you spend with each other. I mean, we both questioned how much time we actually spent with each other during our working week because we didn't really see much of each other. It's made us question the... Um, you'll have seen that there's a lot of things on my Facebook page going up for sale and that's because we just sort of, not because of the baby, but mainly because they were just sat in the house doing nothing. Uh, so it just makes you go, and we don't need that. I'd rather have a, a passport full of stamps than a house full of toys. So that's the new mantra. That's the new, new theory in life. Um, trying to put a positive spin on everything. But I do want to say one thing that's not totally DDP yoga related, but it is based on this. And that is if anyone is going through or has gone through what we've been through and wants an ear to listen or wants to chat at any point, please reach out to me because we know that it is hard. We know it's really, really hard going through this. And if you haven't got anyone to turn to, if you haven't been able to tell anyone, just, just find me on Facebook. Me and Laura will always be happy to talk. Because that's kind of our thing about this. We want to talk about it. And we want to help other people that are going to go through this. That's, that's, that's so important. And, uh, you know, you and Laura have each other, which is so important. But also you've got literally the world who is, uh, who's got your back and people you haven't met. And you and I talked offline uh, off, the, off the show that sometimes the people who, who are most there for you when it gets hard are the people you least expected. And... Yeah, it really kind of puts things in perspective how well you guys are loved and I'll, you know you guys are amazing people you know we, we got to spend some time with each other here in the states and hopefully uh, yep. again soon but um, you know it's so important because we're all we've all got something and I hate to break it to you guys but sometimes everyone's going to be down on their knees and life's going to kick them mm -hmm. there and it's having people to talk to and having people that can can hear about your shittiest moments and be there and just listen and not get uncomfortable <laughs> and shut it out. But it, it's so important because we just, we tend to, to run away from that. Anything that gets uncomfortable, hearing about the story for some people can be uncomfortable. So the conversation doesn't get had. And that's the thing that's going to make this less uncomfortable for you, for everyone else is to talk about it and get it out there. And don't be ashamed to reach yep. out when you reached out to your group and said, listen, I need a little bit of accountability, that's mm -hmm. what you need to do. Running away from everything is just going to leave you in that rut and just keep you there. Mm -hmm. Yep. And when you're choosing your accountability partners for this kind of period in your life, my one rule to everyone is find the people that you know you can talk openly to. The ones that won't ridicule you, no one in this group will ever ridicule you, but the ones that won't lay too thick on you if you if you do fall off if in your deepest darkest hours if you happen to open a bar of chocolate 
you don't want someone who's going to turn around and go, oh, no, you can't eat that. No, you actually want someone who goes, okay, we'll start again tomorrow. Tomorrow's on your day. Let's keep going. Just as long as you wake up in the morning, that's a good thing. As long as you get on the mat at some point in the next seven days, that's a good thing. So that's, yeah, that's why I, I knew my group. I knew the ones I could get hold of. I knew the ones that had my back. And uh, they know who they are. I know that they're probably listening to this. So if they're there, I'll just say a quick thank you. And uh, if you're not, you can hit me up on Facebook at some point in the future when you finally listen to this one. And that's basically the theme of what we're talking about. You get up and you keep mm-hmm. going. And it may seem like the hardest thing in the world to get up and keep going. You woke up today and, no pun intended, the rays of sunshine were still shining. And you move on and you you internalize and you learn and you respect and you love and you love harder and you move mm-hmm. on. And instead of taking it as a tragedy, take it as... Well, she's a part of you and everything you do from this point on, and that's how what drives you and keeps you moving. Yep, definitely. No, it's been and good. Uh, Thank you for letting me talk about it, man. And hopefully, some people will find some solace in it and be able to get themselves through some terrible, shitty times and not feel like the whole world is collapsing. Um, but speaking of people who are uh, trying to get through shitty times, I've just seen another email from. Uh, Crystal, who struggled like mad to get on, and uh, she just wanted to say that she hoped my first show went well, and uh, that she's sorry she had to take a force night off. And I just want to say, if she's listening, we missed her. It'd have been nice to talk to her as well, but we'll be back to normal with her as well next week, definitely. Yes, uh, I, I'm sorry, Crystal. I tried everything I could possibly <laughs> do, but for some reason it, it wasn't coming on. We're getting calls through, so. I don't know, maybe that whole uh, Canadian electrical grid is uh, frozen or something, so. Yeah, they need uh, we, we love you, Crystal, and uh, we'll be back with you next week. Hayden, thank you so much. I know it's hard to be honest sometimes. Let's just put it that way. It's hard to be authentic, and it's rare, and I appreciate you giving us an authentic moment because it is a valuable gift. Thank you, and thank you for listening. It's been good uh, to, no uh, to talk Thank you so uh, much. Uh, and uh, we're going to be back. We're going to be back next week with a new episode. Uh, we're going to have Crystal hopefully back with us. We're going to feature a DDP Yoga Warrior. We're going to start doing that regularly. Yep. So get us in if you want to be on the uh, part of the queue and get your story on the air. Send us some submissions. We'd love to talk to you. And we're running out of time, so I'm going to say thank you, Hayden. Uh, give my love to everyone over there in the UK. Will do, Mike. Big love to you guys. All right, man. All right, I'll See talk to you guys later. Until then. Remember to never, ever, ever give up. And uh, every day, just keep up, get up, keep moving forward. All right, see you guys. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 